Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing on myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell- Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed The Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They're released bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. <laughs> Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. I am the host of this here podcast, Connor McCabe. And on this show, you might know that I bring on a guest to discuss a meaningful video game from their past. On the show, we talk about uh, what made playing the game fun, special, and memorable for our guest, as well as we get into the context of how and when they had this meaningful interaction with it. Uh, whether it was the first time a revisit a revisitation, I guess that's probably how you say that, or whatever they feel like sharing today. A little bit of housekeeping for the show is that there's a few ways you can support us. And golly, dare I say, I think you should do that. You can, of course, the, the most helpful thing you can do is support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where we have a ton of bonus video game content on there. Um, this is from the creators of this show, a video games, a comedy show inside video games with July reactivators. And we have, uh, like triple the content there that we do on our free shows. It's a lot of great stuff. If you like me, my opinions on games, check us out there, um, for a monthly, uh, deep dive episode, uh, from, uh, guests on this show. We do a book club style, uh, co-op episode. Every month, we do a games club throughout each year. We're doing the Metal Gear Solid series right now. Uh, we have Stario Chart, which is a uh, which is an astrology-focused video game episode and all sorts of stuff. So check us out there. You can also check us out on social media at uh, Call Me By Your Game Pod on Instagram and Call Me By Your Game 
on Twitter, but just the one Y. So on Twitter, that's just B-Y-O-U-R. You can, of course, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. So if you leave us a five-star rating and a nice little review, I'll read it on the show. You can also share the show with a friend, whether they like video games in general, the game we're discussing today, or are just big gosh darn fans of our guest. And I'm thinking there's a good chance of that. That's it for the housekeeping. And I'll finally introduce uh, our guest for the t- for the day, uh, Springfield resident, Quickie Mart employee, and uh, donut hound, Stephen Sano. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to make it uh, all the way from Springfield State. <laughs> so glad. Uh, and is it is 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 Springfield the state, or is it their city, or 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 were you just just on the cuff, just reacting to what I said? I, w- I was on the cuff reacting <laughs> to what you said. Uh, I, I, no one really knows where this this Springfield is really located for the Simpsons. You know, yeah, it's, I think it's it's one of those uh, things where there's you know a handful of Springfields in the United States, but I think it was probably. And again, I should just have a Simpsons expert on it. Maybe that's you. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like oh, it's a good sort of suburban town that we can name for the show. Yeah, that, I remember. Uh, Growing up, I lived by a uh, Springfield, Maryland. Oh, and I was wow. like, is this it? Do the Simpsons live in Maryland? It's that suburb close. of Washington, D.C. They're on the metro line. <laughs> sure, sure doesn't give off a, a suburb of D.C. vibes, but I'll take it. Yeah, I, I took it back then. I was like, oh, my God, this is where they live. Of course. <laughs> um, well, dude, it's so good to have you on the show. Um, I we know each other through the improv community. I I think I like to always try to remember if I can, when I first met my guests or came to interact with them, I don't exactly actually, no, I think I do remember meeting you, but I remember seeing you do improv because you and a dear friend and newspaper Titan Xander Frost were on a mess hall team before we knew each other. Um, But I think you like came over to my old apartment with him one time and that's where we met. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you had that perfect right off the Silver Lake Boulevard walk yes. right in. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I, I believe so. I think I could be wrong. That was but probably that's like it, but sort it could of when I remember. also one of the million parties back when there was a, <laughs> a million parties. Yes, uh, <laughs> we've had many a uh, many a good pregame together um probably several post game and several and just all sorts of going out to places together but that's sort of when i remember meeting you but which is how i know you but what else do you want to share with uh the listener about yourself you're i mean my friend might i call you a filmmaker you're you're a dancer you're a comedian uh this guy does it all mr santa what do you want to share with the listener yeah 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 I like to put it all into one. I like to do dance shows about filmmaking and then yes. tell some jokes <laughs> up there. Uh, you know, it's a perfect triumvirate. Um, but yeah, yeah. Doing uh, some filmmaking stuff. Made a, a fun little short film called NASCAR Ballet, uh, which uh, hopefully should be be uh, drop into the internet so- sometime this year. So uh, yeah, hey, and then yeah, it's it's coming. So uh, what would you choose, Connor? Would you choose NASCAR or would you choose ballet? 
I think ballet is far more feasible and far less scary to me. So I'd probably choose ballet. I also like, I love to dance. I I've been told that I, uh, that I'm, that I'm a good casual dancer by people. I'm very flexible. I, I would say ballet is more up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's a good choice. That's uh it's very divided. Every time I ask people, you either oh. get, there's two types of people in the world. There's NASCAR people <laughs> or there's ballet people. Of course. So uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hot uh, topic uh, thing right now. <laughs> Which is so, so not hot topic with everything going on right now, but uh, no, that's, yeah. the, that's the important thing that no, that everyone can, uh, can't stop focusing on. Yeah. Um, uh, awesome. I'm really excited about that. You, you're also, uh, I mean, for anyone who got to watch you do improv, you're just such a funny electric comedian, like one of those people that, I could like watch do a scene or be because we got to practice and then perform a lot together, whether it was through mock or just other shows we did. But uh, you are someone who I always felt like kept me on my toes and could do things that I was just like not capable of. So it was really fun to get to watch you. Ah, well, thank you, Connor. That is uh, very kind. And and thank you too for uh, running uh, the famous mock improv. (laughs) Yes. Letting us play together and have really fun, crazy scenes uh, that uh, could possibly be very offensive. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, it's all we tried for. That's what we wanted. We failed most of the time, but sure, we tried to be offensive. Yeah, this was before people got canceled too. So <laughs> we were on know? the oh man, we were just we we were trying to start the trend of getting us ourselves canceled, but we just missed the boat. I feel like we got totally left out. This is just not fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we've had so many people from the cast. I feel like a third of the guests on this show have been mock cast. Mock members. cast. Hey, they're great. They're great people to get on, you know. It's... Yes. Uh, but gosh, a lot of a lot of memories with you. Do you have is there anything else you want to share with the listener? Have you gotten to, do we, do we know who you are now? I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that was a perfect introduction. So okay. thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. Uh, of course, your birthday is coming up this week. Uh, what's the exact date of your birth? Uh, March 4th. March 4th. Okay. Yeah. March the 4th be with you, Stephen. Yeah. March the 4th. Yep. It, it's a, it's fan- two months before Star Wars day. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, uh yeah the big one big 30 oh uh, baby welcome yeah. to the club my friend <laughs> so i it's i turned 30 in the pandemic too but that was during 2020 uh yeah. so it's crazy that if i feel like if we would have told been like hey sano i know you just turned 28 as the pandemic started but like you're also going to turn 30 and this shit's still going to be going <laughs> yeah. on that would have probably been disappointing but um here we are here um, we are we're here yeah that's that's why yeah i feel like you got to just it, with everything today, you know, it's it's like, hey, if you can find one thing to do to have a good time, you you might as well, might oh, as well do it. That's the that's the that's how I've always uh, that's the official Sanow saying now is if you can find a good time to what did you say get through, then you may as well yeah, do it. Yeah, I think you know I forgot what I said, but that Me sounded <laughs> as I tried to <laughs> repeat it. Right? Yeah. Um, well, dude, thanks again for being on. I'm really excited to talk to you today. We're going to get into your history with video games in general, but would you mind 
uh, for the listener telling us the title of the game we're going to discuss for the main event that you've brought on today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking The Simpsons Hit and Run. That is the most like announcer anyone has ever been when they introduced it. <laughs> and I want you to know I, I love that. Um, I'm excited to get into that with you. That's why, of course, I mean, the listener saw the title on the episode, but that's why we did some Springfield references up top. Well, let's get into your history with games in general. Um, what Do you remember when you first took an interest in video games in your life or were they just sort of around? I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think like we... Well, we were all sort of that the Game Boy generation, mm-hmm. which is, I think, like probably was the gateway drug to, you know, the console yeah. uh, life and mm-hmm. PC game life. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we like got them really early because I remember like ones where at school it would be like, like, I think it was like the Honey Nut Cheerios B. <laughs> it was like some game he had like the airport and he taught you this is a game like, boy game i don't know no this was like the computer game like they <laughs> have in like kindergarten yes i don't know yeah. if it was the exactly the honey nut cheerios b but it looked like the honey nut cheerios b and yeah sort of tells you how like the airport works and you have to like figure it out but i mean i i feel like like for us like getting introduced to games it was like a very uh I was almost it was like, how could you not? You know, yeah. There's so much stuff in there. Um, Absolutely. And obviously, Game Boy, like Pokemon and, and Zelda, and uh, did you play a Zelda Game Boy game? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What did you play? Do you remember if you played Link's Awakening or was this uh, one of the Game Boy Color games? No, it was the like. I think it was Link's Awakening. Where oh my like, gosh! No way. Yeah, and you're just like going through slicing grass pretty much oh, the whole yeah, time. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's uh become a recent favorite game of mine. They they did a remake for Switch in mm-hmm. 2019. It kind of had like the if you remember the Rudolph special from like the Christmas special growing up and Herbie the elf. Do you remember the do you know what I'm talking about? What, what is it one of the uh like claymation? Yeah, the but they're like very glossy. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The art style is like that. Like Link is uh, looks like a little Herbie the Elf, and it's really charming. Oh wow! I have that. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah, that was uh, like uh, now. I'm just picturing uh, Zelda Christmas. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, for me, my friend, anytime I'm playing a Zelda game, it pretty much feels like Christmas. Like Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, That was the best though during Christmas, and it was like when you open the gift and you get. Like that game you've been wanting for yeah. like all year and it's there and then it's like you just play it, you know, for 10 hours straight right after you get it. That was that was those were good times. Uh, I can relate to that. And you uh, you're an only child. So it's not like you were taking time away from anybody else. Like, no, no I was like, yeah, let's let go. Steven do what he wants. Yeah, games were my brothers and sisters, you know. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, I'm really yeah. happy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, you know, they saved me a lot of time uh, from realizing how lonely I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's awesome. So you're you're a Game Boy kid. Do you remember any other like meaningful games from yeah that like early childhood area era? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was really into. Um, 
like PC games. Okay. Uh, like I remember there's like this one Lego game. I was like Lego Island. A Lego Island, and I was oh, talking to somebody. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that one was. I, I was driving. I drove to like Arizona last week. Okay, brag. Pretty brag. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it's next to California. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool state. There's cactus there. Uh, but uh, as I was driving by, like I think as soon as you enter Arizona, there's like, like either like a truck way station or like sort of one of these. But it looked like the police station in Lego island oh wow and i kept remembering that because i was like that mission was always so there's like one mission there we have to like catch this bad lego (laughs) i forget what's his name he because he's because i remember the main character's name is pepper you play pepper but it's like i'm gonna look this up right now steven can continue though i do want to hear from you but anyway, yes, yeah, so you play as Pepper, and then there's this bad Lego, and there was this like one mission where he's like getting in a helicopter. He escapes the jail. Yeah, he escapes the jail. I always remember that being like so hard to. And I don't know. Maybe this was just the video, and yeah, my mind is remembering it. But I always remember like that scene of him escaping in mm-hmm. the helicopter, and that and there was some mission, and I don't know if that was the mission, but there was some mission in that game that was impossible. There, that game I remember as a little kid was, I don't think I finished it. I had to come back to it as like a junior higher or like late elementary school to be able to finish. Uh, but by the way, the, that Lego, the bad guy, his name is Br- the Brickster. The Brickster. Yeah, yeah I found yeah. it. That's so funny you bring that up, Stephen, because at the, at, like I told you, I'm going to give you some game recommendations at the end of the show. Um, and I base them off of you, you the choice that you brought on which is the simpsons hit and run i was so close to suggesting lego island it it i cut it out for something else but i was making some connections like oh if you want to have another game with a yellow protagonist <laughs> lego island is your game so i'm like really tickled that like you brought it up today yeah it's i yeah it, i it's funny too that it was also like it just been in my psyche this whole yeah. week <laughs> that's so funny oh my goodness yeah um so you okay so you were you've mentioned pc games a couple times do you remember some other games you got into on the computer oh yeah uh i was like really into like age of empires cool uh which is sort of like a uh, like feudal strategy game yeah jane uh, kim talked about age of empires 2 on yeah. on this last year our, our mutual friend you also brought up civ did you play the civilization series on the computer as well yeah i played a lot of civilization um played a lot of that during the pandemic nice. <laughs> uh, yeah and yeah that was then and then and then obviously the N64, you know cruising oh, yeah cruising the world pokemon snap uh, talked about uh, that one too yeah uh, then the Pokemon Battle one, which was Stadium. Stadium. That one oh. was really cool. That we've we talked about, but I don't always be like like every time people if I pointed out every time someone brings up a game we talked about, it'd be so annoying. Cause we've done over a hundred of these now, but we also talked about stadium and it was awesome. I love stadium. Yeah, because that was like you really felt like you were in the 
the battle experience. It was uh, special, I think, because what all we had was, and don't get me wrong, the Game Boy games are special. They're awesome. But to see the Pokemon that you had in 3D and bring your own into the game, if you had the transfer pack, um, was awesome. The mini games were really fun. They had like Gym Leader Tower. Like I could go on and on. I love, I still love that game. Yeah, that was a great game. But yeah, and pretty much, and Super Smash Brothers, obviously. So nice. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I feel like that was mainly my sort of entry before the, I guess, you know, my young adolescence okay. of the PS2 years. You know? Yeah. Uh, what? So let's get into that a little bit. Are there any games that stick out to you of like that generation? And, and I'm assuming you're bringing that up because you had a PS2. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it had the, well, Simpsons hit and run, obviously. Um, oh, nice. And uh, I guess I had a PS2 and then also got a GameCube, I'm remembering. Hell so it was yeah. like, yeah, Luigi's Mansion, All right. uh, the, the Nightfall game. Um, Sounds familiar. I don't know if James I know it. Bond game. Oh, Nightfire. Nightfire. Yeah. Yep. I, Rob Skirbo talked about that on this show. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Just more, just bringing up all every improv person we know. Right. Yeah. As as I'm happy to that one of the games I genuinely liked hasn't been brought up yet. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be up here talking about like. Uh, uh, I'm afraid to say a game because people will be like, that game's amazing. But. Uh, <laughs> There's some game. Um, there's some crappy games out yeah, there. Yeah, there's. I played some like Midnight City racing game. That sort of. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I can hear them breaking down my door yeah, right now. The Midnight down. City fans. <laughs> yeah. <they're... laughs> um. But yeah, that game was really fun. And then uh, loved uh, trying to remember all the PS2 one. The Simpsons one was like so fun that it has like overshadowed the other yeah. titles but oh i was also really into um how i got into nascar was through like the nascar they had a racing game series i'm forgetting the exact title huh. uh but it there was like sort of like a you know like a madden or uh the show yes. 2k but for nascar thing, but for nascar yeah Killer. i never I, that's what got me into it because the game was so fun and you know it was one of those uh, I, mean, I don't think it was fun for other people, but I really <laughs> like the idea of like having your car and you're, you get to like hire your pit crew and you yeah. get to like, you know, really manage your car team. And um, I think like that was fun. Like it was one of those games where I don't know, like when you're like not playing it, you're thinking about like not yourself, but your game self, yes. you know, where it's like, Oh, like, this is my NASCAR career and I, I'm going to take home the checkered flag in Daytona. I've been really having a good season and I'm going to take home the sprint cup, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like it was like one of those games that really invaded your psyche, which was did really you, cool. I, I think, you know, I mean, you just, we've talked about it up top and it's what your short film is about. I didn't know you were a NASCAR fan. I thought that was like, I, cause I knew you're a dancer, but I thought, I didn't realize that was also from your life as something you enjoyed. Did you grow up? Did you ever go to like a NASCAR race? Was that big in your area? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it wasn't big in room. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't big in my area, but it Mm. was like something, uh, I like 
oddly got obsessed with that no one else was into. You know? I, it was sort of for a little fringe in my like friend circles. My one of my best friends growing up, Eddie Martin, who I refer to on the majority of these episodes, him and his brothers liked NASCAR and they like had their favorite drivers, but it was just never something I could get into. Yeah, yeah. I may have like faked it and been like, oh, I like this guy, but I didn't really care. Yeah, it, it's like, like here's here's my thing on it too. I yeah. I think this is why I liked it because I did not like any other sports at the time. Okay, so, yeah. and I think this was like a sport where I liked the game, and then the game taught me who the drivers were. Yeah, and then I guess like I needed something to watch on tv so i would Uh put the races on and then i would get into it that way um but yeah i went to races like uh did you have a favorite uh driver or do you and do you still uh well no i i got this was like i think this was i had like a little five-year affair with nascar uh perfect amount of time yeah yeah (laughs) then you know i went to college uh but but, (laughs) uh i i was really into i remember like like in uh like this was back then but uh i think his name was like uh this is like someone like trying to recall their ex and they're like yeah i don't really remember her name but yeah it was uh (laughs) you know car nas uh (laughs) who was it uh like i still don't stalk them on instagram all the time uh it was (laughs) Uh oh, I think Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson was the one I liked. Back what was he? Then. Do you remember his number? Was it? I want to say it was it eighty-eight. He was forty-eight. Forty-eight. No, not even. Close. And it was because he was on the same team as Jeff Gordon. Okay. Uh, and you remember? But I'm remembering it now. It's like I think it's hard to say you like them now because it's almost like a little bit of a shame where, yeah. like, because you're like thinking about it, it's like why that? Why did I like that guy? He had no personality yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> like he really like there was nothing special. He just won races at yeah. the time. I think so. I think as like a kid, you're like, wow, he's winning it's races cool. and yeah. stuff. And uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it it definitely. I'm surprised, you know. Uh, I liked it for as long as I did, but I also don't know how you, it's hard to imagine how people can be into it for like uh, lifetime fans because it's, it is just very, um, I don't know. It's like sort of repetitive. There's, there's not a lot of like, you know, I'm really into the NBA and Mm -hmm. now, and it's, it's mostly for like the, the drama. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and like you know, uh, and like, oh man, like you know, they used to be teammates, and now one wanted to get out of there and forced a trade, and yeah. now they are, they're on opposite teams and are playing. You know, it's more for that. But like NASCAR, there was like, I don't know. I just, I'm surprised, but I, I think a lot. I was there was anyway. I don't. This is not a NASCAR podcast. So. No, it's about to be. <laughs> yeah. It's about to be. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, that's got me into it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, thank you for walking me down that road. I was really curious. Um, so you played that game Were there just looking at, I guess, from that point on, maybe even there's another one from that time you really want to shout out, but I'd love to hear maybe just a few more games from your entire life that were like meaningful. Yeah. Um, 
definitely like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, like like high school, just staying up till 2 a.m. playing that game. Wow. Um, I was going to say never heard of it, but we yeah. talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Costanza okay. somewhere out there is like, oh, someone's talking about Call of Duty. Oh, I played I played with him. The, oh, really? The nice. Warzone game we played together. Did you play with Edgar as well? Uh, sometimes, uh-huh. but um, Edgar liked playing the more, uh, <clears throat> like, the way like the old fashioned Call of Duty type setups where it would be mm, like yes. you're in like a small map and you're just you know seeing how many kills you can get. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I feel. Well, this one, I actually like the new the Warzone style where it was more like, okay, let's take this little area here and everything um and then uh you know you had to be more sort of strategic felt like paintball mm-hmm. uh which was sort of fun um but yeah we're, we're, uh call of duty and then um really like the uh grand theft auto series that's probably my most favorite series to play oh, that makes sense because the game we're talking about yeah exactly yeah uh do you and have then, a favorite GTA if you had if you had to pick one? Probably say uh probably five. It just has okay. been around so long. I think it's the best selling game of all time, as far as I know. Yeah, it's LA yeah. and it's uh like those uh, I really like the Rockstar stuff. So mm-hmm. Red Dead was oh, always okay. fun to play. Um, nice. And then I recent I had like a recent sort of thing with uh crusader kings it's like a computer game Ooh, what uh, is this it's like What's a it? like a it's a really fascinating pc game where um you sort of can play as any medieval uh uh sort of like nation um, okay sort of like in the europe area uh and like it's like back in like 847 uh-huh. and 1066. That's AD. pretty far back there. Yeah, it's pretty far back. <laughs> and so you play, but like you really have to like manage. Um, it's like very like uh detailed in terms of like strategy. It's not so much like uh some games where it's just like take a you know, do as much as you can, or you know, it's like is more like uh like hey like you could just run your kingdom but you also have like um this sort of intrigue thing like you have to manage your court like there's like people can try to like attempt to kill you like it's very medieval in the way that it's like you know interesting uh, every choice you make now affects like it could affect you in the short term or the long term because even as you die you play as your next player heir. So oh. as long as you have a player heir, the game can just keep going. Like you can go on for 600, 800 years. So it's sort of like a very long-term strategy game. And it's it's very into like the choices you make will have some sort of outcome down the road. So That's like interesting. If you, yeah, people bring forth to you like, uh, hey, like these... Uh, uh, two people who were like, you know, had an, a, a legal affair back then, you know, and like they have a bastard child, you know, and 
you can like choose to throw them in prison or not. And like, you know, there could be consequences to both. Like, if you put them in prison, no then, one you know, better be having kids at a wedlock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could be pretty, you know, you can, you get to, you get, yeah, it gets you back. Yeah. It's, it's funny now you say that. Cause it's like, when you're like, now you don't care, but when you're playing the game, you're like, how dare they, you know, like, <laughs> That's what I was How dare ask. they have an affair? <laughs> Do they know what kind of effect this could have on the kingdom? Yes, my God. Like, yeah, it was like uh and that's been a I recent ch- game for you. Yeah, that was a recent game. Okay, nice. That was yeah, very fun. But I mean, it was one of those games where you you got the cheat codes. And nice. when you get a little frustrated, you put the cheat codes in, and then as soon as you do it. It just ruins the whole. Oh, yeah. It just makes you not interested to play it anymore. But it's fun to fool around with, I'm sure. A little yeah, bit. yeah. But I could see how that, I feel like I've experienced that with games where, yeah, it's suddenly like the challenge or something. It just sort of takes something out of it. It can, not that it can't be fun for a little while, but yeah, it's just a totally different thing. Yeah. Especially too when it's like a game where, you know, it's not like GTA where you could put like, Hey, I want like a big, you know, like cool car to show up mm-hmm. out of the sky, you know, like, yeah, I, I think like with this, it's like, oh, this is a long term strategy game. Like it just sort of defeats the purpose of like, all right, then let me add one million gold. to Yeah, my, you know? <laughs> yeah I could um, I could understand that. Um, And you're playing that on the computer as well. Yeah, on the PC. Yeah. Do you do you have a PC? Uh, I'll play it off like Steam. Okay, got it. On your laptop? Mac. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, that's cool to hear that you've stuck with, you know, some sort of PC gaming. Uh I I that's something I've always wanted to get back into as someone who did a decent amount of PC gaming growing up, like up until I don't know, maybe like freshman, sophomore year of college, uh, or high school, excuse me. But uh it, there's such a there's like a whole new another world out there that I just not a part of right now yeah it's a pc stuff it's just more like i don't know it's I, I mean i played one game on the pc for a while called american truck simulator nice dude. our uh trucker and you can open your own business and you know you gotta drive you know you gotta uh, gotta get to san jose to tucson you know <laughs> by 2 a.m on thursday morning so you know you got, it's like it's like one. It's just I don't know why I did it, but it was like it's like it's some weird thing or it's so boring that you're into it. That's fun. <laughs> I'm I could get the appeal of that. I may never play a game like that, but I I could see the appeal for sure. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, I mean, I stopped because I was like, this is very boring. <laughs> But for a while there, I was like, I got to simu- build my It business. sounds like you yeah. like a decent amount of simulation games. Um, yeah, I think from that what is you said. It. Yeah. We found um, the cure. To my, yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I did want to, before we move on to, to our break, before we get into the main subject today, I just wanted to leave it open. Is there is there a game that you didn't get to mention today that you would be just remiss if you didn't, uh, as far as like a big important one for you? Or, or are you ready to move on? I th- Pretty right around, but we'll do a quick shout out to Please. Uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront. The f- yes first one right there's only two right i think i think yeah battlefront and then battlefront 2 which was like 2017 i want to say yeah i got Um, yeah the first one was the best yeah 
I always it was forget. Fun, but it was. Uh... I always forget if I uh, played Star Wars Battlefront or a different game that was on at. Was it like PS2 GameCube generation? I think Battlefront was like a PS3. PS3. PS2 game. I think it was one of yes. those like PS2 you could play on the PS3 game type thing. Yes. I played, I'm realizing now, I played a different game, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Not based on the like yeah. the animated series, but it was on GameCube, Xbox, PS2. That's, that's what I played. I loved it. Yeah. It's the Star Wars games are great. I still think they should do a Star Wars Grand Theft Auto game. Uh, now, now we got the million bucks idea yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. We we want to play. You know, set us. You could play as like a Jedi. You could play mm-hmm. as a Mandalorian. You can play as like a you know rebel person yeah. or a stormtrooper you know it's just say like you have different characters you can go and you move like sort of how gta 5 did it where you can just sort of transfer yeah each one so this this is not the same thing at all that you this concept that you are coming up with but have you ever played um knights of the old republic yes that was sort of like a gta you could kind of choose your like class, a skyrim right? yeah. type of thing yeah i played on the computer for a bit there um I guess it was still like very. Uh, it's an it's like a heavy RPG, and yeah, even the battling like it's not like you're moving around and specifically aiming at someone and shooting or like waving like doing lightsaber moves or what have you. You you're engaging in these like slow battles that just sort of play out. You just adjust yeah. the strategy. I want to say I I tried it for the first time and it's cool, but I fell off of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like like I just want a nice like roam around console yeah. game. Okay. Uh, yeah. Killer. Well, thank you for uh, walking us through some of your video game history and more importantly, some NASCAR stuff from your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I last week talking to talking to Risa, I I didn't know if uh, what we were going to get into. We talked about fitness, so it's always fun to see what's going to happen. Um, Steven. We are going to go ahead into a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk all about your history with The Simpsons Hit and Run. So I'll see you on the other side. All right. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, of course, here with the great Steven Sanow to discuss The Simpsons Hit and Run. Uh, And like I told you before, Mr. Sanow, we're going to get into some brief history and context about this game before we do hear from you. Um, But if there is anything you want to interject, if you happen to be like a historian about this game or just know some cool details, feel free. Otherwise, I'll sort of walk us through what this is. Um, The Simpsons... Hit and Run. It's a 2003 action-adventure game developed by Radical Entertainment and published by Vivendi Universal Games. The game follows the Simpson family and their friend Apu, who witness many strange incidents that occur in Springfield uh, and um, taking matters into their own hands after, I think, uh, this like popular flavor of the new soda drink that I think Krusty is advertising causes insanity. <laughs> um 
uh, they discover numerous shocking secrets and soon realize that these incidents are all a part of a larger alien conspiracy um, caused by Kang and Kodos, if that's how you pronounce their names correctly. Um, the gameplay largely focuses on exploration and missions. Players often race enemies and interact in, with supporting characters on timed quests. And the game also features many elements found in role-playing games, such as explorable worlds and side tasks. Upon release, it received positive rev reviews from video game critics with praise particularly focused on the interpretation of the Simpsons TV series as a video game. And it's paradox, par it's, I feel like this word is uh, wrong. It's like, uh, oh, paradical, parodical, like par a parody take on the Grand Theft Auto on GTA 3. <laughs> Uh, and graphics, while criticism mostly surrounded some aspects of gameplay, such as bugs and glitches. It often is considered to be the best Simpsons tie-in game, and has gained a cult following. The game was also a commercial success, with recorded sales of over 3 million worldwide units, uh, and received the award for favorite video game at the 2004 Nickelodeon Australian Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> nice. The coveted Nickelodeon Australian Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah, and mate. <laughs> Perfect. It was released on the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox, and eventually the Windows as well. And it earned a greatest hits, player's choice, and platinum hits status re respectively, which is where on those consoles, if a title sold enough, it would get an, a, a gross cover that said one of those things on it and made it look worse than the original game. <laughs> but that's really it. Was Is there anything about the game, you know, like whether it's like, oh, this is sort of part of the gameplay that we left out or this is something that you remember historically that we should talk about before we get into your experience. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think you're saying too much historically. I, yeah, it came out in 2003. Um, and right on the heel, right after uh, Simpsons Road Rage. So, yes, which was more of a uh, which I'll get into this a little bit in the, the facts and trivia. But this is that was more of a crazy taxi right. uh, take as opposed to this is more of a GTA three. Yeah, I think it said road rage sort of set the. I'm sure it probably was like, hey, we can sort of just keep doing our take on these popular video games yes. and just make them Simpsons themed and uh, do well. But I do remember playing road rage as well. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now that I, I forgot that was a game because I always link it with sort of this game, this one. Yes. Um, Cause the driving from that game, it's a, this is something I, this is some trivia I left out, but the like skeleton of the driving that they had for road rage is what they use in this game. Yeah. It seemed like a very, because I think it was just like a year or two later. Yeah, yeah, really so soon after. Because I think that one game was 2001 or 2002. So this and this is 03. So right after. Yeah. Okay. Um. Nice. Well, let's get into your history with the game. Do you were you first of all were you a big Simpsons fan growing up, or was this did this game come into your life and then you got into the Simpsons a little bit? I'd love to know. Yeah, this is this is opposite uh, from NASCAR for me. I was, uh, oh, okay, I was a gotcha. big <laughs> Simpsons fan first, like really into like everything Simpsons. I had these neighbors um, who 
were big Simpsons fans. My parents hey. were not into it. Uh, <laughs> just not, did not find it funny at all. Were they like, uh, uh, they did they not like Bart's behavior? Because my parents didn't like Bart's behavior. Oh, they didn't like Bart's behavior. <laughs> tisk tisk on the Bart. I, I'm sh- probably, I, I feel like it was the same. Uh, this, I think just like, I don't know. My parents were a little, uh, like they, they skipped. My parents had me quite older. Yes. Uh, so Your lovely like, parents who I've met before, two of my biggest fans. Oh yeah. See, <laughs> they need to get a shot. They'll be loving to hear. I'll have to, I'll send them this for sure. And this will definitely make their day. Awesome. Um, yeah. If, my favorite for, pizzeria guests I've ever had. Yes. Uh, for the uh, listeners, uh, my parents constantly, Will ask me how Connor is doing. Uh, Based on we'll, one meeting that we had, and I do yeah. really appreciate that. When I, I used to work at a pizzeria, and they, you all came for lunch, and and it, it was a lovely time. Yeah, I, I mean, you really, I think they like you more than my girlfriend. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, they really well, hey, like. That's a lot of people really like me from like a, a single meeting, and then you start <laughs> to get I oversaturate, and it, people get tired really quick. So it makes sense. Uh, I don't buy that. That's not true. Uh, people, yeah, I guess you are uh, evidence to the contrary. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, my parents love Connor from that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I think they were a lot like, I think it was one, The Simpsons just was like, well, what? this is a cartoon. This is, this is bad. <laughs> it's a cartoon. It must be bad. Uh, the stupid cartoon. You know, why aren't you watching... Uh, PBS or uh, yeah, PBS. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's not, oh, it's not Arthur. Oh, it's adult uh yeah. cartoons. Yeah. I think, yeah, they just didn't really like The Simpsons at all. Um, and uh, but my I had these neighbors, uh, because there's next door there's a kid who was my age, and I go over oh. there and they loved it. Like we would play Simpsons trivia. Uh, we would like watch like Simpsons on the DVD box set. Like it was like my place to escape and, and like get my sweet, sweet Simpsons, uh, fix on. Um, so yeah. So I was a big fan. I would like read the comics. I would have like all the DVDs for every season. Um, just a huge fan of, of the Simpsons. Okay. Interesting. So do you remember, I mean, it's, this is pretty far back for us to reach, but um, do you remember how you discovered this game? Was it something that like you knew was coming? Did, did your friend get it and you played it? How, how'd that happen? Yeah, it was, uh, well, I, I knew it was out. I knew it was yeah. coming out and I did, the neighbor did get the game uh, before me. And I okay. was like, I got to get this game. And, I, and the nice thing about it was, was like, because I think San Andreas was out around that time. And that was okay, also yeah. sort of the game I would want to get. Um, like, or I don't know if San Andreas was out then, but it was like, you know, it was definitely like there was a Grand Theft Auto and it was like, well, f- you know, for your parents, it was like, well, should we get them Grand Theft Auto? Which is like, no way. But yeah. the Simpsons at least is sort of like, you know, PG 13 ish. By comparison, the Simpsons is like the Disney channel. So like, let's go for it. Yeah. So I think it was to my log that it was like, well, this is a video game that seems okay. So they got Mm -hmm. it. Um, And yeah, it was like, uh, like that, that was one of those games where it's just like everything. Like if you're a Simpsons fan, 
even if you weren't a Simpsons fans, I think you love the game. But if you were a Simpsons fan, you really just got hooked right into it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so looking back, um, what do you remember about the game that stood out to you or what was something you enjoyed? I, I, I will. I feel I feel like I'd like to assume here and say, as you were just saying, you know, as a Simpsons fan, it was especially great. Was it because of like was some of the writing or the humor to do with that? I'd love to hear. Yeah. You know, it, like the jokes in it were actually fun. Like the, like the lines in it were like pretty funny lines. Like, uh, like one was like, I remember it was like one mission and I think Marge was talking to Homer and she was saying like, Hey, you have to, you know, give this thing to Lisa before, uh, you know, you go to work and it's like, he's like, no, like I, I have to go to work. You know, like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know what? I, like very I, like, just, I just watched a little bit of the, like a long play of it on YouTube because I've never actually played this game. And I think he has to take like her science project to her at school that she forgets. And then he's like, I have to go to work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That exact scene. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's just like, there is funny, like, there was just moments that was really funny. It's also like when you're amazing. Uh oh, I think you might have. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> Simpsons humor is like just the best. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, it was like uh, that. So, like that plus like you know, and it's still in my household, at least had this like dirty factor of like, Ooh, the Simpsons. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were, really... uh, you were like going against the rules almost. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my parents can't handle this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's something I, I, you know, sort of assumed that you might've enjoyed about this game because I just, it's one of the things that kept coming up doing research about it was how much people who are fans of the games loved it because of the world building, because of the writing, uh, the jokes, I mean, the characters it's, and that's something that came to be because I think the people who made this game are really into the Simpsons, but also the writing staff was involved in the making of this game. So they would like constantly like pitch jokes or give like rewrite options to the game developers. So it's like, it's cool that they were involved and that's why I think it feels really authentic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, yeah. It felt like it didn't feel like, um, uh, some knockoff version. Yeah. Someone's like cosplaying as the Simpsons almost. Right. Right. Like I remember playing like a Harry Potter game and yes, like this is really not. Yeah. Yeah. I played, Um, uh, I wonder if it was, did you play chamber of secrets? I, I think it was the Order of the Phoenix was the one. Oh, nice. So yeah. they were, I'll tell you, they were good early on. Like uh, Sorcerer's Stone through Azkaban is pretty, pretty good. And it's one of those, this is something else I was going to ask you about that. Um, I, one of the things I love about licensed games like that is like, oh, I'm just going and living in this world that I really enjoy. Right. And, um, but yeah, after Azkaban, they critically really dropped off the map, but that sounds like something you liked about this game too was like oh i'm just getting to like sort of live and explore in this in springfield yeah i think that that's really uh was it yeah i think where it was like and I, that's always been a dream was like oh i could just live in springfield you know <laughs> like, oh of course so that this game did it and um 
Yeah, I think, and like a credit to them, like separate from like the Harry Potter thing, but I feel like those Harry Potter games, like sort of largely, at least Order of the Phoenix, like it largely followed the yes. plot of the movie. And this one was like entirely new mm-hmm. plot in Simpsons Hit and Run. It was like sort of original. I mean, it was very out there for for even the Simpsons episode. Like now, like, you know, these current seasons, maybe not, but like for that time, yes. it was like still pretty out there. So, um, but I, yeah, it was just like so many details in the game, mm-hmm. like so many little things. Like, it was just one of those games that you can tell was really made with like a lot of passion and, and love. Like, you know, it wasn't like, Hey, we have a big franchise. We could just sort of, you know, push this out and make yeah. some money. Was, was there anything interesting to you that you might remember or even thinking about it now about the look of the game and the graphics because the Simpsons is a 2d cartoon, but this is a, I mean, it's still, the coloring is very much, it's exactly in line with the, with the (laughs) cartoon, but it's a 3d modeled game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know, honestly, like, um, like I, I think I could still play it in J uh, today and enjoy the, the aesthetic of it. Cause it was very like, um, I think because it was The Simpsons, it, you know, you sort of didn't expect it to be like you sort of expected to be sort of not like, you know, this beautiful, you yeah. know, animation horizon style. Yes. Game, yeah. You know, like how shout out to Horizon. I was excited to see that new game. Uh, oh, it's awesome playing it right now. It's oh, yeah. cool. I mean, oh, oh. I like the first one. So I'm just all, I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like Horizon was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um but you know, it's like yeah, you could play it like it, like it, you could play it today and still sort of like be like, oh, this is great, you know, like yeah. I wonder if um, I think part of that aesthetically and with the look is that you know, kind of like there's a game, one of the Zelda games. I don't know if you played Wind Waker on the GameCube, mm. but that game holds up really well uh, with its look because it wasn't trying to be a like super realistic looking game back in when you know 3d models and 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 graphics were a lot better than they used to be like previously on like the n64 or ps1 but even on the ps2 and gamecube like it wasn't amazing so anything that's more cartoonish uh for whatever reason has just stood the test of time a little better visually yeah yeah and it, like even like um uh like all the car designs I felt were really, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the one thing, like the character designs themselves were a little clunky, but like the car designs and the the town design, the object designs are really. It is weird to look at some of those characters in 3d, like seeing Homer stand next to Lisa was like it, when he delivers that science project to her, I was like, Oh, this looks like a little, it was a little strange. Like the, to to get over but overall yeah a lot of like the world looked pretty nice from what i could tell yeah yeah um but yeah i would play it today i think the hard thing is it is one of those games where i'd be like man if i had a ton of money then wouldn't mind just buying a thousand dollar ps2 and the sixty dollar version of this game to play (laughs) yeah it's i i am happy to report that it's PS2s don't cost a thousand dollars, so you're oh, in good. luck, my friend. Uh, there, you could probably get one for like a hundred bucks. 
even then still dropping two hundred dollars i don't need to push game. anyone else into retro game collecting so i'll <laughs> stop what i'm doing right now um do you remember anything about uh we've talked about the world a lot the graphics and, and just you know the writing was what about the game itself was fun did you like the game style i mean you talked about being a gta fan yeah i mean it was exactly uh like gta i mean i mean it clearly yeah parodied gta so Mm -hmm. um but i think what i really liked about was just the there was this like sort of like you get into it and you just it would like get you in the world of it in the missions i mean there was a lot of like like at the time when i was playing it I, you know, you don't notice the patterns probably as much, but now it'd be like, oh, there's probably a lot of like time-based missions and racing here to get here and doing that to do this. But, you know, it was more fun to me, like what I really love about uh, sort of these RPG games is like accumulating some sort of wealth and Mm. then buying, you know, the, the car that has, you know, five stars for speed or you yeah. know like the, the cool cars you can buy you can buy the different cool little outfits um from the uh simpsons different simpsons episodes that homer or bart or all them would wear so it was like there was this sort of like hey if you get money you know you could sort of collect this thing and it's cool because you know on like uh gta where you're like oh like let me get this uh uh sort of current trend styles or the banana suit type thing like yeah. like with this like it's like oh i saw that episode like i maybe really liked a certain episode and there's like a homer like uh version of like what he's wearing in that oh interesting uh, episode. yeah like so, references to the show and stuff like that yeah like when he was an astronaut i think they had like an astronaut outfit hmm. form maybe um but yeah, it'd be like certain references to the show. But again, it was like that nice combination of like a new story with yeah. these old like show references. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, did you is this a game that you ever finished? Like, do you remember seeing the end of this thing? I did finish it. Um, it wasn't where, where does it go? Because I, I could I mean this is something I could just look up, but I'm yeah. curious. Um from what I remember. There's that. There's the big mission at the end, but to to be honest, it's like like the last time I think I really played it and finished it was like when I was in eleven fifth or sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, so it's been like twenty years. Um, that would just. Be I do remember like there is this alien thing. I think there's like sort of something they're like watching the people of Springfield. Mm-hmm. Like there's these cameras all around town observing the people of springfield and people are like trying to figure out what it is and some alien like the kang and kodos yes uh characters are are trying to do something i think there is this like big mission at the end um but i you know i i can't remember exactly how it wrapped up but it's okay because this what this episode that we're recording now is just going to erase the wikipedia so no one's ever going to (laughs) know right Um, i'll just delete it yeah so our bad. Um, no that would worries. be great to see a Wikipedia article. It just is like, I can't really remember how yes. it ended. Is this uh, a transcription of a conversation? <laughs> yeah. um, 
Well, I have some more questions for you, um, specifically around the context of when you played this game and where. I know you said that you went over to your friend's house, mm-hmm. and you, like, which is probably where you got introduced to it before you got it. But can you take me into like what was your little setup at your home like? Do you remember this? Was it in your room where you played this game? I'd love to hear. Oh yeah, well you know, my parents didn't allow Simpsons, so they didn't allow uh, TV in the room either. Oh. Uh, oh man. Yeah, so I had to play. I would sit downstairs, um, like in the family room, mm-hmm. and uh, we had one of the, like you know the the big wide. Oh yeah, the old like, like big old tube TVs. Yeah, where it's like that they got a big big butt you know <laughs> it sticks out TV. super far yeah um so we had one of those i would play it on there and i would like sit on the carpet playing it mm-hmm. um and then yeah it was that was like yeah i remember playing it like right before there was like some halloween party that we were doing at <laughs> my house and i remember like playing that game before and it was like a mission with Bart and he had to go through like Krusty Lou studios. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I remember playing that mission. And I was like, so happy with the game. And I was so upset that we had to have people a party. They're <laughs> yeah. interrupting uh, your game time. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was very upset. Was this like, <laughs> do you remember it all? Is this like some just like neighborhood or family party your parents are throwing? It yeah, wasn't like I think, a kid's Halloween party, was it? No, it was a kid's Halloween party. Oh, it was even like, cooler. Yeah, we had mummy dogs and oh, we're going nice. to be dressed up. And uh, and I think we watched some Halloween movie in the basement. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's such a great specific memory uh, from when playing this game. Do you Do you remember just like anything any general stuff that like you would have been up to as like a fifth or sixth grader or anything that like sticks out in your mind from that time for a game or just in terms of just in terms of like you know around when you would have been playing this like what you would have been up to or was there anything memorable yeah um so So, yeah, I think, yeah, I remember that during this time, I think I was running for a student secretary of Oakton Elementary. Yeah. Oakland Elementary? Oakton. Oakton Oakton Elementary. Yeah. And it was, um, you had like the treasurer, the vice president, uh, and then the secretary could be like run by fifth graders i think or yeah yeah and then uh you do it in sixth grade like the i think like our school had like some sort of odd thing where it's like if you're the president you automatic the vice president you automatically are the president for <laughs> the following year i think it was That's something funny. like that yeah it was like very weird where it's like okay well you're the vice president now you or maybe not i can't remember if but. the vice if the president if the kid gets expelled then you're the president <laughs> yeah yeah it's but i remember we like did uh a lot of like uh like i remember just getting the stickers uh, yes like steven like you're for, for your campaign yeah steven for secretary and i would get like okay, some the, alliteration the glitter yep s for s uh <laughs> and then i get like the little like 
um, glitter tubes. Yes. And you like put the glitter tubes around the sticker and just like get them all gooey. Did you have glitter. to do, I got to know, did you have to do like a speech? Was there like a yes. speech part? Do you remember anything about this? Oh, do I remember? This is, I think <laughs> this is, uh, <clears throat> so this is also time and the man was coming out. And oh yes, dude! I, Slim Shady. Slim Shady. Or are yeah. we talking Green Eminem here? We're talking. We're talking Marshall Mathers. This is uh, like, yes. uh, well, no, Slim Shady. We're talking Slim Shady. Sorry. We're, yeah, it's like, uh, now this looks like a job for me. Yes. Like, um, <laughs> and that I actually used that rap. Nice to be my campaign speech. I was like, now this looks like a job for me. So everybody. <laughs> vote Stephen for secretary because we need a little <laughs> democracy. And anyway, so, uh, <laughs> and, and I remember we got called in to the gym, all the people running yeah, for office. And I was sitting, I was like one of those kids who like to put, you know, like put their hand out on the floor and then you sort of, you're like, like that sitting position where you're sort of like half laying out. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're posing. Yeah. Like it's like this, like, kids do that so yes. I, was like, I was like one of those kids who like sing like that and so all my weight was on that arm and i remember they said and the secretary is and i won it and my arm like went numb i couldn't believe it uh, <laughs> dude like, no way I, yeah i was secretary of uh oakton elementary and um uh and you know that that was the time I was playing Simpsons Hit and Run. It was a it was a fun thing. No one did any of my ideas. I did a lot of crazy ideas, like, "Hey, let's uh, like maybe we can like do cafeteria tours, where we show how the food gets." Made. What is? Oh, that's yeah, they're like, like actually we don't want to show this. We don't yeah, want to show this. Show. They never did that. Ooh. Like I was like thinking like maybe like you know we could do cool like fundraisers where we. We show different parts of the school that people don't get to see and and you're stuff. You're all about and, a tour, my friend. Yeah, it was all pushing my big my big tour. Dude, policy. you're such a DC kid. Just yeah. that's where that comes from. <laughs> um, that is incredible. So you did that. Do you remember? Was that like fifth or sixth grade that you were secretary? Yeah, I think when I was running, it was fifth grade. Okay. And then I like you sort of get elected towards like the last month or two of the year. Yes. And then you become. Uh, like you, you're the secretary for the following sixth grade yes. year. Um, wow. Yeah. And um, it was, yeah. That's incredible. Can, can I now hijack this and make it about me and tell you my story about running for office in elementary oh, school? Oh yes, please. So in sixth grade, uh, and I think we did it at like the beginning of the year. I think that's how it worked. I don't really remember. There was treasurer, secretary, vice president, and we had a proper president. So there were a few people. <laughs> yeah. I decided it would be fun to run for treasurer, which I don't even remember all of what anything that they, we really did. I want to imagine we just like set the prices. I mean, we couldn't have even just set the prices for the ice cream sales on Fridays. But <laughs> yeah. I think we were in charge of um, conducting the sales and like having the stations and getting people to from student council who are just like class representatives to do that because I think I had done that once, and uh, but for my for my speech, uh, I I totally so it's funny that you ripped off Eminem because I ripped off Mastercard, and I did something <laughs> silly like uh, like lunch one f- is a dollar fifty uh, ice cream seventy five cents like new folders two dollars voting for me 
priceless uh, <laughs> and and just one and probably it was the only i think it was like one of the few and it turns out i think what you what the lesson is here is cheat is steal and lie and then you'll get elected yeah yeah i i did not bring any democracy to Ocean <laughs> elementary and uh Nor i promised I. it in my campaign rap no but i do think it's like uh you know you remember at the time like other kids like trying to like you know look uh like their actual politicians and be like mm-hmm. well i'll bring a bright future to oakton or sun in the water fountain yeah it's like vote for me because a vote for like like they had some can't like a a vote for christy is a vote for everybody you know like, yeah so it's, it's like, like uh, well, actually you should just appeal to their entertainment sensibilities right yeah exactly i think it's like because it was like funny and different yeah absolutely uh, people are kids you had to stand like, out yeah exactly and they voted for it um but no, no surprise that you and i ended up in la baby in la too yeah <laughs> we're in la that's yeah we're all yeah if you saw the signs then i that would be very funny if everyone on this podcast was just like yeah and uh, i won uh student council student council <laughs> did i ripped off some popular thing from the time there's a big black eyed <laughs> peace song in junior high yeah. um gosh well thank you for letting me hijack that and share about mine too but but i do have some fun segments i want to do at the end of the show yes uh steven but before we do that i just wanted to sort of offer up like for you to put a bow on what the Simpsons hit and run meant for you. Uh, yeah, it was just this, like you, I think you really said it um, up top where really for like someone who was a big Simpsons fan who really wanted to live in the Simpsons world and, and just, you know, be a part of it. Like the game really did that. It really mm-hmm. made you, feel like you were a resident of the Simpsons and, you know, especially if like, so lucky to play it at that age where games could really like really encapsulate you and really suck you in and uh, make you feel like you're really living in that world. Like, like that game um, really did that. And uh, you know, I just want to say thank you to Matt Gronig. Uh That's great. Well, dude, thanks again for coming on. I mean, it's not over, but I really did love hearing from you about why this why this game was special for you. Um, but we'll get into the post episode segments now. Uh, the first of which is the fact me by your game segment, and that's just where I share a couple of fun facts with my guests about the game. Um, mm-hmm. These uh, the episodes they can range from uh, development history to Easter eggs to cheat codes. So we've got a, a little bit of history and an Easter egg. To share from the game the first of which is i have titled a not so direct sequel um as you could have probably guessed originally the simpsons sit and run was planned to be a direct sequel to the simpsons road rage um however by the time that this game was being developed the influence of grand theft auto 3 which came out in 2001 uh was so big that it inspired the development team to expand their horizons and make it into sort of an open world GTA style game. Um, So they ended up just repurposing the game from, and that's why I think part of, not why, but part of the reason why you see the driving that is so similar to that in Road Rage in this game. Mm. Um, And then the second one I have for you is about some seasonal Easter eggs. Now, if you, whatever system you're playing on has, at least in this era, had an internal clock. 
And if you happen to play this game or you just, you know, changed what the clock said because it wasn't connected to the internet, most likely, uh, you could, there was a few days of the year where the main menu of Homer just like snoozing on the couch and the TV playing uh, would reflect a few holidays. The first of which is on October 31st. Of course, it would, there'd be a Halloween theme in, in the room um, and it'd be dark. It'd be nighttime. If there was the final third, if it was the final Thursday in November, whatever year it was, there'd be a little Thanksgiving theme. And then of course, on December 25th, there would be some uh, Christmas decorations up and a few little uh, other details that were there. So I, I do remember seeing oh. the room being different because of that Halloween party. Yes. And I was playing the game. I do remember seeing that home screen. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that was, and I was like, whoa, (laughs) that is is a really sweet little detail. I love that. Um, That's it for the, uh, the fact me by your game segment. Now lead us into the final one, the game recommendations. Now, Steven, this is my one forced tie into the movie. Call me by your name, because I am going to treat uh, the Simpsons hit and run as your army hammer, as your passionate summer love. And these recommendations are going to act as, you know, potential uh, new flings for you, new uh, romantic partners, just based on uh, your, you know, what this game maybe uh, was. So little ties to each of these. Okay. Yeah. Tempt me away from my longtime spouse, the Simpsons hit and run. <laughs> I will. I'll do my best. The first game is uh, if uh, you want to play uh, another adventure from a beloved cartoon world, I'll go ahead and recommend uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Do you know this game? Oh, no. Really popular. Uh, sort of. It's not an open world game, but there are these big levels kind of like in, in, in a lot of like platformers that you'll see, and it's a collect-a-thon. So you're SpongeBob running around, uh, also completing missions, kind of like this one. Mm. And what, what year did it come out, do you? Dude, this was like same era, like 2002, 2003, oh, 04. Cool. Maybe 04, actually. Um, but that's one for you. Uh, there's a remaster that's out on a bunch of consoles now. Um, <laughs> if you would rather play, instead of a cartoony GTA-like game, you want to go the other direction. You want a really serious GTA-style game, I'll refer to the genre uh, game that also takes place in LA and that's LA Noir. Have you heard of this one? Oh yes. I played LA Noir. Okay. Yes. I, I liked it. I think I would like it now more. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I know the geography of LA better. Yeah. And, and uh, but I mean, it was a fun game. It was, I, I liked it. I, I think the attention to the like, are they telling the truth or they not telling yeah. the truth? Trying that, to catch that, on the tells. Yeah, that was fun for a bit, but then it sort of wore off on me. And then Same also here. just not being able to have the freedom to just wreak havoc on LA. Yeah. <laughs> you have Far to be more restrictive yeah. and uh and I think linear than than any of these games are. Um, but I do I played it as well and I, I liked it, and I think I played about half of it and just sort of got distracted by something else um lastly the last recommendation for you is if you you know what all you really care about is you want another alcoholic protagonist just like homer for your adventure game i'll recommend conquer's bad fur day which was on the nintendo 64 where you play a a drunk belligerent squirrel uh named conquer 
Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if that's what you really loved about your former love, your former spouse uh, was that they were an alcoholic. Uh, that's the game for you. Um, wow, you know that is why you know I want to take back how I tied up the Simpsons hit and run. I really loved it because it was about. Uh, a reckless alcoholic father who uh, somehow still has his family after uh-huh. all the stuff he's done. <laughs> I figured that I figured you'd, you know, go back on your word and tell us that. So, yeah. um, but that'll do it for the game recommendations. And Steven, that will actually bring us to the end of the show. Um, so before we go and plug everything, I just wanted to say thanks again for doing this. This was uh, especially a, you know, peek behind the curtain for the listener. Um, we made this happen in less than 24 hours. So uh, I appreciate you being on. This was so much fun to sit down and talk with you about this game and, and a bunch of other stuff. So thanks for doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Like talking about games is always so fun. And uh, I really enjoyed talking about this one. And then thank you for bringing up all these fun childhood memories. You know, it's great learning that you're a fellow uh elementary school uh representative you know it's 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 a big deal so i was gonna weasel this into the podcast one day and finally you gave me the opportunity yeah yeah it's uh, this is uh, i'm happy to do that because uh you know people need to know uh, i still keep mm-hmm. it on my resume that i was the secretary oh, i didn't even think of that yeah well you are so welcome dude uh and happy early birthday is there anything you want to plug or maybe your short film that i know it's not out yet but like again maybe repeat the title or any social media stuff what do you want to share yeah uh yeah check out uh it's still not out it's just starting to do the festival stuff uh ballet and it uh Got into the Atlanta Children's Film Festival, and then um, the it's it won uh, best short at this uh, Golden Bee International Film Whoa, Festival. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So yeah, so it's just starting to go go out there, and hopefully once that's all done, can uh, uh, put it online. And um, oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, I got to do some fun digital producing work for this show on Comedy Central called Fairview. So yes, check that's out. right check out Fairview after South park. It's a, a fun topical show. And yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, those are my plugs. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, uh, thank you for doing this again. I'm going to go ahead and just close this out with some plugs of my own. Um, the cover art for call me by your game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other wonderful, great work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y. The show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, video games, a comedy show, uh, on the same exact network, but it's anywhere you get your podcasts. Of course, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. If you've been listening to the show for a while, or you like my opinion on games, I can guarantee you're going to like what's there. And there's a ton of great extra bonus content. We've been through a lot of it today. We've got the co-op episodes. It's a monthly deep dive I do. We lasted an episode on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We're doing our Metal Gear Solid Games Club now, and there's much more to come. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe, and I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. That'll do it. For this episode of Call Me By Your Game, we will see you on the next one.